Think of the last time you talked to someone lovingly. You use what we may call loving words or loving communication. Or maybe the last time someone spoke loving to you, spoke to you in a way that just made you feel good, made you feel like they really cared. It doesn't matter which one you're thinking about. What's important is that you try to remember the words that were used. Can you remember? I mean, it may be a little while ago, but those loving words, what were they? What spoke to you? What did they sound like and what kind of tone was used when they were spoken? Hold these loving words in your heart for a moment. The amazing, deep, mighty power of words. And just some words, which really are honestly just noises strung together when you really think about it. But these words made such a big impact on you when they were delivered. They made you feel loved, which is what we all like feeling, at least for me. Now I want you to think about the opposite feeling. I do feel bad about doing this to you, and if it's too painful to think about, feel free to ignore me. That's totally fine, but if you're willing and able to join me, think about the last time someone used words to hurt you. Needless to say, this isn't loving speech. It's the opposite. If it brings up really bad memories, you don't need to dwell on what exactly was said. But the important thing is that you notice what comes up for you. Noticing the difference between loving words and hateful words, how you felt in these two scenarios. What exactly makes these words so different? Again, both are just random sounds put together. No doubt it's the words themselves. No one enjoys being called names. It's probably also the tone in which the words were said. But if you think about it carefully enough, it probably also has a lot to do with the intention behind the words. The intention behind the loving words was, well, loving and kind and life-giving. And the intention behind the hateful words, eh, not so much. The intention was hateful, abusive maybe, and one to just simply tear you down. The hateful words actually might have been, well, maybe a little bit true. Maybe not. But sometimes the truth does sting, especially when it's thrown in your face and used as a weapon. But does the truth always have to hurt? Hmm. Is speaking the truth, however hurtful, sometimes the more loving thing to do? Does confrontation always have to be terrible and hurtful and scary? Something to think about. And while we're thinking about this, is there a way to speak the truth in love? All aboard. Today, we are headed for Confrontation Station. I'm Chad Lawson, and let's calm it down in three, two, one. I don't know about you, but I'm a huge fan of Brene Brown. If you haven't read her work or watched any of her talks, I recommend that you go do that. The minute this episode is done, trust me, you will not regret it. But let me get back on track. 
Brene Brown famously and wisely says, clear is kind. Think about that. Clear is kind. And Brene, she has her own explanation about why that is, which again, I highly recommend you go check it out. But the other day, I got to thinking about what clear is kind means to me. I started talking to my wife about this episode and what I was building with it and how to speak truth and love and also in bold honesty. It's amazing that sometimes when things are tense between the two of us, which is very rare, I will happily say, but when it does happen, it's always when we finish that conversation that you don't want to have that usually afterwards we're like, why didn't we talk about this to begin with? So again, going back to speaking truth and love and also in bold honesty, not a half version of the truth or even a more pleasant version of the truth, but the bold, honest, full, hard truth, even if it means having a confrontation. Maybe we don't value confrontation as much as we should. I don't know. What do you think? Like, if you aren't speaking your full truth, are the words you're speaking truly in love? And how can we be bold enough to speak our full truth? Why is that such a scary thing to do? If you've ever hidden part of yourself away or shied away from confrontation, you're definitely not alone. I hate confrontation. We all do. Maybe you sort of beat around the bush to avoid hurting someone or you've minimized the truth because it made you feel bad or uncomfortable. We all hate confrontation. There's no doubt. I mean, most of us are good and we just don't want to hurt anyone. But it's scary to speak the truth. And you know what? I think it's even scarier to speak the truth and love. Not speaking the truth. Hear me out. Not speaking the truth to someone you barely know or confronting someone you dislike, but speaking the truth, however uncomfortable, to someone who actually means something to you. At the beginning of our time, I invited you to think of a time that someone spoke love to you. Now, I want you to think back on those words. Bring them back to your mind. And I want you to think about how confrontational those words were. Hmm. Now, if you're like me, and I'd like to think I'm not that weird, you might have cringed at the word confrontational. You might have even thought, what? No way. These were loving words. They were... They were kind. They were embracing. They weren't confrontational at all. Usually, we think of confrontation in a negative light, something we want to avoid. If you describe someone as confrontational, it doesn't really give a very good impression. We don't tend to associate confrontation with love. But I've recently started learning that when done in the right way, confrontation is actually a huge part of love, necessary even, and it's almost counterintuitive. Think about how you'd feel 
if you were unknowingly doing something that was really hurting someone that you loved, like a friend or a partner or even a kid, one of your kids, would you want them to avoid confrontation and just swallow that hurt? Or would you want them to step up and confront you, talk about it? Yes, in theory, we are all for confrontation. Most people, including yours truly, would say, of course I'd want them to tell me, but we're afraid to be the one on the other end of the scenario. So often, we aren't willing to confront people about the hurt they've caused. And I'm not saying that confrontation is like the best answer in, in, in every situation. I, I realize this. You know your relationships far better than I do, especially if your loved one has a tendency to be abusive. Confrontation might really be dangerous for you. I hope that isn't true, because I care about you. But the important point that I want you to take home today is, is this. To speak truth and love, sometimes we must confront people. I'm going to say that again. To speak truth and love, sometimes we must confront people people. And that's okay. Confrontation can be loving. Actually, when done well, confrontation is loving. When I asked you to think of an example of hateful words early, I'd be willing to guess that that person confronted you without love. Experiences like these can make us only suppress confrontation, or just ignore it, or just pretend it doesn't even exist. But you probably already know that confrontation with love and confrontation without love are two entirely different experiences. Oh, it's so true, but so hard. I'd like to ask you to join me in bringing up a memory. A memory when someone confronted you in love. It could have been Something really simple, like someone letting you know that you had toilet paper stuck on the bottom of your shoe. Or maybe it was something a little bit more meaningful, like someone expressing to you that they were worrying about your having one drink too many too often. It probably hurt when that person confronted you. I'm not saying that loving confrontation doesn't hurt. It, It does. But what would your life be like? If that confrontation hadn't happened, what would your relationship look like? How do you think you would have felt if you'd found out far later, much later, that this person you loved had swallowed their feelings, even their concerns, because they didn't want to confront you? This is a hard episode, and one that I'm still chewing through personally, and I hope to grasp at some point. I'm not telling you to go out and confront every person you know today, but I hope you can take some time to think about ways that you could speak truth and love more often. It's not always easy, but it's worth it. Those hard conversations on the other side, it's worth it. Because when we speak the truth in love, real love, we're showing that person how much we want them to be a part of us. 
and how much we care about them. And that's the kind of relationship we all want, isn't it? I mean, a relationship where we can be honest with each other, where we know that we're always loved, no matter the words. To find more episodes of Calm It Down, hear the musical playlist from today's episode, or simply wanting to know where to send chocolate chip cookies, visit CalmItDownPodcast.com. You'll even find additional resources for emotional support, including our online community and our Facebook page. You're not alone. You are not alone. This podcast was written and produced by yours truly, Chad Lawson, composer pianist, and nationally recognized Sweet Tooth. And now something my attorney wants me to say. The views, expressions, and techniques in this episode are of my personal opinion and is not intended to, nor should they serve as a substitute for medical advice or diagnosis rendered to you by your individual doctor or other healthcare provider. Only a licensed physician should evaluate your situation, provide a diagnosis, or render other medical advice to you, and you should only act upon the advice of such physician. Now, what I'd like to say. I am an extreme empath by nature, but my profession is that of a composer and pianist, not a licensed therapist or physician. I hear from thousands of listeners how my music has helped them through various stages of emotional needs, and I simply want to offer this and future podcasts in aiding those needs. To find a list of licensed professionals in your area, please visit CalmItDownPodcast.com. And finally, if you've enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review. While it takes less than 60 seconds to do, its impact will last for years to come as every little bit helps in growing the awareness and the importance of emotional health. I'm Chad Lawson, and until next time, be kind to your mind, and join me next week as we calm it down.